Thanks for tuning in to today's Daily Drive with Lake Point Church, a daily dose of God's Word for your morning drive. When the Word, not the world, becomes the majority of your week, your life will start to change. For that reason, our prayer is that God will speak to you through today's devotional. For more digital content to feed your faith, visit lakepoint.church slash daily drive. And now let's dive into today's devotional. Hey, what's up? Welcome to The Daily Drive. My name is Mike Bro, and we're looking this week at an encounter between Jesus and this impressive intellectual named Nicodemus. This guy was a skeptic, a doubter, a seeker, if you will. He was intrigued with this teacher named Jesus and wanted to meet him face-to-face and ask some questions. So he comes after dark so as not to be seen with him because Jesus wasn't so popular among his colleagues on the Sanhedrin, the religious ruling council. Nicodemus was highly respected, and he didn't need to tarnish his reputation by hanging out with some itinerant preacher who was making some pretty bold, if not even blasphemous claims. So he comes under the cloak of night, but he comes with honest questions and an open heart. And I believe that seeking after God really is a head and a heart thing. In fact, it's been my experience that sometimes people who construct this intellectual argument for the belief that God does not exist, really are just kind of building a wall of intellectualism around a heart that's been wounded somewhere along the way. And if they would just get honest with that and open up their heart, risk experiencing God at the emotional core of their being, while at the same time engaging their mind and weighing the evidence, then small seeds of faith get planted and the light begins to come on and God becomes very real. And I'm guessing that God maybe has been longing for some honest dialogue with some of you. And I'm just telling you from my own personal experience, He really does want to satisfy your head and your heart. Now, I've always wondered what this scene looked like, like if Jesus and Nicodemus were sitting on an outdoor patio with a lamp or a candle between them, maybe sharing a cup of coffee, maybe eating a piece of pie, key lime because it's the best. Or maybe they're in a secluded forest, got their hoods pulled up, covering their identity, Or perhaps they're standing on a rooftop overlooking a city with no lights other than the stars in the sky. Whatever the setting, one thing is certain, it's late and it's dark and Nicodemus comes for some honest dialogue. He just doesn't know how honest Jesus is going to get. Because before Nicodemus even has a chance to ask a question, Jesus starts answering. Now, I say answering because he already knows exactly what Nicodemus is thinking. He already knows his doubts. He already knows his intellectual hang-ups. He already knows that Nicodemus wants to ask, are you the promised Messiah? If not, like, who are you and where did you come from? He knows that's what Nicodemus wants to ask, but that isn't necessarily what Nicodemus needs to hear. So Jesus rocks his world by saying, I tell you the truth, unless you're born again, you can't see the kingdom of God. You see, Nicodemus, the issue is not so much who I am and where I came from. The issue is who you are and where you are going. Now, how's that for an icebreaker? I mean, Jesus wanted to take this conversation to a deeper place right off the bat. He could have gone through all the small talk about the weather and politics, or you think the Cowboys have a shot at the Super Bowl this year. But instead of any of that kind of stuff that we do, Jesus lovingly goes below the surface with one of his famous, what the heck does that mean statements? Unless you're bored again. You cannot see the kingdom of God, to which Nicodemus responds, what the heck does that mean? What do you mean? How can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? I think Nicodemus is totally smiling when he says this. 
He says, come on, you're, you're talking to a 70-year-old professor of Old Testament literature here? Come on, get serious. I came out here tonight because I have some serious intellectual questions I'd like to ask you, such as, and Jesus cuts him off. He says, I assure you that no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the Spirit. Humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. So don't be surprised when I say, you must be born again. Now, I think Jesus is totally smiling back at him when he says, you're a respected Jewish teacher, and yet you don't understand these things. Now, this phrase that Jesus uses, born again, literally translates born from above, a heavenly birth or a spiritual birth. And this concept of a rebirth, God's plan to give men and women a new heart, a new life, eternal life, was clearly revealed all throughout the Old Testament. For instance, when he talks about the water and the Spirit here, Jesus is alluding to a passage that would have been very familiar to Nicodemus. It was in Ezekiel chapter 36 where God promises to wash his people with water, purify them of their cancerous, life-threatening sin condition, and replace their heart of stone with his very own heart. And I think Jesus is lovingly saying to Nicodemus, come on, you know, you know there's something more, don't you? You know it in your head and in your heart. And that's why you're here tonight. I know that teachers can teach things for years and never really grasp what they mean, but think it through. Since you are a respected Old Testament scholar, then you know the scriptures. I mean, you know that God has always wanted to replace your heart with a new one. You know that God has always desired an intimate relationship with you. You know that God will send the Messiah to make a way for all people to be saved. You know. You know that mere religion is just a dead-end street when you've been running up and down your whole life. And you've been running hard, trying to earn God's favor, haven't you? But you're sensing that doesn't work that way, aren't you? I have a feeling that you know that there is this personal, transformational, born-from-above relationship with God that changes everything. And I think that you can sense that in me, but you don't know how to get it. You see, all Nicodemus knew to this point was religion. Rituals, tradition, rules on top of rules, trying to do enough good stuff to get noticed by God and other people, and not necessarily in that order, because that's what religion does to you. It gets you running, striving, motivated by guilt and approval-seeking, and there is no finish line in sight. You have no idea if you've done enough good stuff, no idea if you've run far enough or fast enough. So you either run so hard that it just about kills you, or you just give up and walk away. And I think Nicodemus was tired of running. I think he was growing weary of pretending to know God when he really didn't. And that's where I was when I came to Christ. And I'm guessing quite a few of us were there, maybe are there. I got so tired of faking it, tired of playing games with God, weary of religious rituals and man-made rules that would just suck the life out of you and actually made you want to know God less. So we walked away. We gave up on religion. And we said we would never, ever set foot in a church again. And then we met Jesus. And we found him there saying, come to me. It's a relationship with God that you've been thirsty for. I will give you living water. You must be born again. Eternal life is real, and it's found in me. And I think Nicodemus is right there. I think this smart and wealthy guy knew the emptiness of life, was weary of the treadmill of religious performance. I think he sensed in Jesus some hope of a real relationship with God, and deep down he knew Jesus had the answer for that, and that's why he's really there this night. And guess what? Jesus knows that about you, too. He senses your emptiness, your frustration, your attempts at image management. He knows what your heart really craves because he made you. And I'm praying this week that you might see yourself in this encounter 
that you would come to Jesus with honesty and openness and listen to what he speaks to your heart. Now, this conversation between these two men hiding in the dark is going to get really good. I'm talking give you goosebumps good. So come back tomorrow and we'll pick up right here. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in today. For more biblical teaching and worship, join us for our Church Online live weekend services on Saturdays at 6 p.m. and Sundays at 9.30 and 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. Also, if this podcast was helpful to you, would you be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast to help get the word out? For more information about all digital ministries of Lake Point, visit lakepoint.church slash daily drive. Thank you.